Well, hello, folks. And a, hello. hello, and a welcome to We the Peeps. This is the American Soccer Podcast in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know about the USMNT. I'm Clayton, and I'm an artist. I'm Ty, I'm an entrepreneur. And we love these Nats. It's we the peeps. It's we the peeps. Welcome to we the peeps. Are you ready for we the peeps? Holy moly, it's we the peeps. Welcome, folks, to another Rasta Pod. It's a huge huge day in the world of u.s soccer as it always is when we podcast when we are here to discuss <laughs> a usa versus mexico game there's no such thing as a small oh, u.s mexico Atlanta. let's go uh let's do this thing we have a roster we're gonna read the names out we're gonna discuss it oh and by the way we're also playing jamaica so don't forget about that it's not your mama's jamaica we got two games coming up. Stakes is high. The stakes. What is this? Is Jamaica away, right? Yeah, we already had Jamaica home. The stakes is <clears> Jamaica high. Jamaica away is a toughie. It's a toughie. Yes. You want to bring your best defenders for that. Everyone's like, I got to tune in. in it's case. USA Mexico. And we're like, welcome in <laughs> to the USA Jamaica preview show. Uh, before we get to any of that good stuff, guys, housekeeping as always, please, please, please hit us up on Twitter at WTP pod. We love that. Hang out with us on there and of course don't forget that five stars makes a huge difference we are pushing towards our 100 five star reviews in in fact we have reached the magical centenario of ratings we're so grateful we're at 103 ratings including guys. at least two that i made at the apple store guys, guys. keep it real <laughs> keeping it real <laughs> leading by real. leading by example over here is Ty. leading by example <laughs> so uh, so thank you sincerely thank you to so everybody much. out there who has who has supported us with your monies with your free star currency that we crave so Those much Jurgen stars and your kind words and yeah, your kind words yeah. people said really nice stuff in their reviews so thank you is there we will find a way to read those out uh on the air someone will will have to get an appearance from someone okay maybe. we are doing so Jurgen or as a as a as a reward for getting us to Bizarro, dr joe we will consider we we will <laughs> we will book a guest a famous guest of some kind <laughs> yeah. to read your reviews on uh the usa mexico recap sounds good to me uh, thank you guys for that. Also, for those of you who are already supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash WTP pod. Thank you so much. You are Money. you are keeping the lights on. You are keeping my background up on YouTube. Um, you are making it possible. Even better than stars. You are making it possible for us to do this show. You wow. Can, you can do five stars or wow. five bucks. Five bucks makes you a ratified peep, and it makes a huge difference. Lastly... Um, find us on YouTube. Just search We The Peeps. You know how to do it. Use that search bar. Find us up. Hit subscribe and hit that is. notifications button. Because if you're like, ding, ding, if you're ding. like all-star uh, peep, ratified all-star peep, Cameron. Um, ultra, ultra ratified. Ultra peep. Ultra ratified. Voltron <laughs> peep. 
Cameron, you are <laughs> Super Saiyan Mega. mega you are uh, getting those notifications, oh and you're the God. first one logged on to the YouTube stream because you hit that bell. Uh, did I? It's almost as if we actually like scheduled it and announced it. That's how on time Cameron is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I've never been more on time to anything in my life. Uh, yeah, I don't think. I think it's. It makes me realize I've been late to everything I've ever done. <laughs> I just realized. I wish I had a bell. <laughs> I just Man. realized I've been late to everything this whole time. I I got it all right, Ty. We that's all the things. If you if you, if you could just subscribe to like a loved one needs a call, <laughs> a loved one is in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, I think we got to all the things. I think let's we get, got to let's all get the to things. it. End of housekeeping, guys, guys, guys. Two Sweep gloves. Sound. Sweep, sweep sound. Let's give out some gloves. Let's do some rosters. This, 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 this hath droppeth. Let's go. Two gloves, both gloves. Well, uh, are you sure there's two gloves going to one person? Yeah, or? we're definitely going. Are you sure about one person? Hundred percent, both gloves. Sean Johnson, all the way, all day, baby. <laughs> Sean Johnson, it's your time to shine. Controversy. <laughs> you made it, son. Sean Everyone John. knows Twitter's on Get fire there, about Sean Johnson's goals disallowed stats or whatever. Yeah, Just exactly, kidding. We got three exactly, goalies yeah. with us. Sean Johnson will be present for these games. Expected goals for again. <laughs> Upside down. Geez. Expected, expected benching. <laughs> expected, expected benching goals. Sean Johnson has two expected bench appearances. He leads the league. Okay. And then we have, of course, Man City. He's the goalkeeper for Man, Man City. Cities. Zach own. Steffen. And uh, welcome to Enter the Turnerverse. Matt Turner, two hands. Maddie, two hands. Turner is with us. Maddie, two hands. Maddie, two hands. You know him, you love him. Guys, defenders, let's go. Reggie, the soccer player formerly known as Reggie Cannon. In the middle, we're going to have Mark McKenzie, Chris Richards, Miles Robinson, and Walker Zimmerman. Whose name did I not mention here? Hmm. We'll get to hmm. that. Uh, as as wing back, left right back options, we've got Anthony Robinson. Of course, we have Sam Vines. We have Andre Diedlin. And guys, welcome in new favorite Pookie baby of the year, Joe Scally. Scally, let's get it popping <laughs> with Joe Scally. Welcome in all the way, Bundesliga's favorite. <laughs> A man who no, no one has ever been excited by, <laughs> except you, Clayton. Joe Scally's <laughs> with us. I love Joe Scally. Nothing, nothing like a, a good conservative fullback to really <laughs> amp things up. Joe Scally just brings the temperature down of every conversation. <laughs> He's a one-man bomb squad, this guy. He just hit, between Joe Scally and Reggie Cannon, there's just utter silence. They just cancel each other out. All right. Midfielders, let's have Kellen Acosta, Tyler Adams, John Luca Busio. Hop on this booze cruise oh, with boozy oh, baby John Luca Busio. Oh, we have Sebastian. He's on fire. He's, 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 he's flying Dude. down the canals in Venice. The boost cruise is on the loose. <laughs> boost cruise is loose. It's the loose boost cruise bringing it's up the, the caboose. Loose. Venetian boost cruise. <laughs> Let's fucking go. We've got Sebastian Let's Legit. Go. Too legit to quit. I just can't quit you, Sebastian Legit. Too legit. The best to quit. is yet to come. 
come. Berhalter cannot quit you. <laughs> cannot quit you. The best is yet to come. Manifest Westony Weston. McKenney. Oh, uh, my Eunice Noam, Eunice Lovin, Eunice Musa. Eunice must have forgotten. It's Eunice Musa. <laughs> and Christian Roll Dan. Rolled and rolled and rolled and rolled oh and rolled. Dan, let's get on in here, Paxton. I mean, Brendan Aronson. Brendan Aronson. Brendan Aronson, for sure. A.A. Ron Swanson song. <laughs> Polly Ariola Nips. A.A. Ron Swanson. Polly Ariola Nips. Polly Ariola Nips. Get in. Jesus Ferreira. Um, Ricardo. We believe in Jesus. We believe. Ricardo. Pepe Le Pew Pew Pew. Uh, hop on the train. Pew 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 Pew. Christian the Porcelain Prince Polisic is back. Uh, he's back. He's been mended. He's, he's, being, he's being shipped in like <laughs> layer after layer of uh, bubble yeah, wrap. He's being brought by hand it, by the repair yeah. shop, as seen on Netflix. Uh, and of course, Tim Weah, the world's leader, the world's future leader. Tim Weah, Ty. That's a bunch of names. It's also a bunch of not named names. What were your first impressions? Well, what has to jump out to any U.S. fan is the absence of John Brooks, who's been a staple in the team. Going into this cycle, the question was, who will pair John Brooks? Who will pair with John Brooks in the defense for the U.S.? And there was kind of a battle to see who would be this number two defender. And John Brooks has gone all the way from starter to not in the squad in the space of a single window. And that begs the question of whether that's a reasonable idea, whether <laughs> that's a smart idea. <laughs> and that question is being asked a lot by me in my head. Okay, right. So I saw, I saw today the quotes from Brooks that he feels it was reasonable for him to be left out, he's saying, because of his performances in the last camp. And I also would agree that his performances so far in World Cup qualifying haven't been convincing. However, you have to consider what the alternative players would have done in those same exact positions. It's not just whether John Brooks is playing up to his potential. It's what someone else would have done. It's what John Brooks is going to be able to give you in the future. And we need to remember that this is a guy who is playing, literally playing and doing well, winning games in the Champions League for a top Bundesliga side so his worst is way better than a lot of people's best so to me for him to not even be in the squad not even in the not even traveling when we're about to play our biggest rival is way too risky of a move to make so i'm i'm upset about it and i think if the u.s ships a couple goals against mexico the blame can firmly be on berhalter for making this choice well, 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 well. John Brooks, not with us. Is oh, there... and, and Serginho. So... Serginho is missing, which is, a, which is also a problem. But it's, I think it's even less of a problem because of the way that I expect the game to go against Mexico. Okay. I, so... don't, expect, I don't expect Serginho Dest to be able to do Dest things necessarily against Mexico. Like someone like Scally, I think, could come in and do a good job. That, that would be a pretty crazy first cap. But I feel like a you know a more a more you know stout defensive minded team would be totally fine. So clarify for me: so, is Dest um, out because of injury or by choice? Hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, and do we have he's any other... He's being evaluated. He's being evaluated. He also, side, quick side note on Dest, has had a, quite a fall from grace at Barcelona. Missed, missed a bunch of sitters in really important games and has is now not <laughs> yeah. starting. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the injury plays into that. But they they started playing him at right wing, which accentuates his worst qualities. <laughs> He's he's definitely strong at lots of aspects of playing right wing, but his finishing, you know, traditionally has not been his strong suit. His like nuts and bolts finishing. I, he comes up with the occasional stunner like he did against Costa Rica, but he isn't composed. He's not a composed finisher. Let's put it that way. And he has been not composed for Barcelona lately. So there's a lot that goes into that one, but anyway, all but the, I mean but is, the one that, to me, yeah. Brooks is the bigger Brooks, miss Brooks in this is case, the big and miss. it's a self-inflicted wound. And so, so isn't there? There's also so much to be said for continuity, and there, there are players on every team that you need to know will start, and your team lives or die by those players, right? So Christian Pulisic is one of those. If he's, if he's uh, healthy, he plays, and if he's playing poorly. He still plays because he's Christian Pulisic, and teams need that. They need they need their their Frank Lampard of of vintage Chelsea comes to mind. Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams. Get him out there. He plays regardless of how he's doing. I would have put John Brooks on that list. Uh, so even a crappy John Brooks, I would have kind of just lived or died with. So, but let's throw that to the side. Let's say he does need to, you know, earn his place based on performances. I'm still not convinced uh, that he shouldn't be here. He've, his performances were um, not great. Not but, great, but yeah, like, I don't know. Fine. Like the, the Costa Rica goal, I feel like, was mostly Weston's fault. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've I need the, to go back. I don't remember leaving there, these. There were definitely a couple moments where he would look shaky. You know, he he was de you know again he wasn't he wasn't locked down, but he also I think was a lot better than you would get out of. I feel like I, I feel like we're I mean, all drinking Kool Aid. Like I I don't remember anyone leaving the past camps complaining about John Brooks's performances. Oh, I do, I do, I I definitely saw that, and I I I thought the same. But at the time, I also thought, I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's him not doing as well as he should because of the standards that we have for someone of his caliber. It's not, it's not that it's, it was like atrocious, get him off the field, pull him, you know, take him off in the 30th minute, he can't handle it. As we have said about like Mark McKenzie, for example, in the, the Nations League final. That has happened. Yeah, we have felt that. That way that him. happens. That happens. And no, no knock on Mark McKenzie. Like that's. I think that was his first cap or second cap, something like that. I mean, it's insane. So, I. It happens. Like I. I. We. We see performances that are like that at times, but I don't remember any of that from Brooks in the in the recent past. Yeah. Maybe there was one of the qualifying games where he was like really really bad in the first half. Maybe that that uh, El Salvador game. I forgot. Yeah. So so this was a pretty bad decision. We think. I don't know if there's much to discuss. I sure think so. I mean, unless there's some factor that's not being said, but if it's just based on form for him to go from like number one in the pool down to number five or six, where he's not even called into camp is ridiculous. How did, how can that happen? And isn't there so much value to have a Brooks on the bench too? Like I just, am, totally. I'm sick of. Uh, or for game two, like sit him, sit him in game one and play him. In yeah. It makes me a little, you know, nauseous because 
of all of the windows we've been wishing we had John a healthy John Brooks <clears throat> and suffering through Brooksless lineups and to have him just at home doing yoga, like ready to play, it, it doesn't playing make a in lot this of sense. men's league to pass the time is pretty upsetting. And, it, and I can understand kind of the sending a message thing. Is that well. what it but is? But I think it also I think it also sends a message if you take him and you sit him. You, you don't start him against yeah. Mexico. And I think if you start Chris Richards minute. ahead of him, that sends a message. For sure. Plenty of a message. But, uh, yeah, and I mean, Chris Richards, I think you could argue, is playing at a similar level at the moment. So we have we have some able-bodied replacements there. So it's going to be Richards-Robinson, like we hope. Richards-Robinson, yeah. It's just, it's very, very dicey. If it works out, you know great but i it it's very concerning to me yeah. to go into a game where we expect especially one where we expect to be on the back foot and we're going to be dealing with some some explosive yeah. attackers so to not have probably our most talented defender so feel free to bring this back up again later but i'm going to move on from the brooks thing for right now because I, I just don't on. know what there else Let's there is on. to say it was the wrong choice it's it's upsetting sure seems that way um i will hope for the best Joe Scally, real quick, in all seriousness, is an exciting player. <laughs> I, and and I'm, he, he I'm not sure he that is. people that everyone knows about Joe Scally, so um, I guess I guess I'll take this one. Joe Scally kind you of You take this one. Joe, I think you've got more Scally experience than yeah, me. I definitely have more Scally pizzazz, uh, that's for sure. Uh, Joe Scally introduced himself to the world in a like a win. <laughs> it's Scallyandalus. He uh, introduced himself to the world uh, in a, I think, a win against Bayern Munich early on in this Bundesliga season. May have been a draw, but it was a, it was a really great uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, well, he beat Munich five nothing recently. Okay, that's in the in the in the cup. That was that more. Was the, that, was the more the that was more yeah, recently. That was more recently. That was. But the, he introduced himself to us in a in our early on in the season, like great performance against against yes. Bayern. And then recently, uh, that same Borussia Mönchengladbach, which you may recall is the random club from which we got uh, Timmy Chandler and Fabian no, Johnson. No, Fabian Johnson. Yeah, no, no Timmy Chandler. Timmy Chandler was yeah, never Fabian there? Fabian Johnson. No, never at Mönchengladbach. You sure? Where was he the, at? The random club. The random club. So Fabian Johnson, though, for sure. Um, yeah. Look that up for us, Cameron. <laughs> Where was Timmy Chandler? Where was Timmy Chandler at? Um, all right. Anyways, Joe Scally. He is a uh, he is an ex an extremely reliable uh, nuts and bolts defender. He is a high. He is doing something at a high level that we don't have in the pool. We have fancy pantses like Anthony Robinson. And uh, and Serginho Dest. Serginho Destino. Joe Scali is um, gonna gonna do exactly what the coach asked him to do every single time. Nuts on. He makes very few mistakes. He has very high percentage of connected passes, um, and he provides a little bit of attacking threat. He's enough that he can fit in in the modern game, um, but he's he's not gonna blow your socks off with his dribbles. You may even. Go a whole 90 minutes without realizing that you watched a Joe Scally game. But what will not happen is Joe Scally will not get burnt hilariously. Nobody is ever going to facialize or posterize or whatever the, whatever the kids are saying. <laughs> uh, 
No one's ever gonna. No one's ever gonna make a fool of of Joe Scally, and he's never going to be caught twenty yards up the field at the wrong time. Um, so that's what you're gonna get from Joe Scally. He's a young young man, uh, and and he's a he's a solid player that people should be excited about. So is this the kind of player where you would play a back four and then you would play an aggressive left back who can bomb forward and then Scally can slide back into the defense to make a back three? Is that is that a reasonable usage? Yeah, that's a reasonable usage. Um, he is the type of player who, yeah, he can balance out a more, a more aggro uh, wing back on the other side. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm see. I see that. And it, it strikes me that while I wish Greg had taken the ripe opportunity in the last camp to get him some caps before a truly pressure situation like Mexico, uh, I feel like he would be fine. I think he if you be, can, he would be hundred percent fine. Start Guys, and go ninety yeah. against Bayern Munich. Yes. You can start and go ninety against Mexico. It, it's not as big a deal. If that's the only thing you take away from this, if you see Joe Scally on the starting lineup, have no fear. He's going to be fine. He's not going to do anything weird. He's ice cold. He's going to do exactly what he's been doing in training and his whole life. He's just going to Joe Scally it up out there. Don't worry about Joe Scally. He's fine. <laughs> um, All right. I love it. Yeah. We need that. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've had a stay-at-home fullback. Yeah. We've got all these these bomby forward fullbacks. Yeah. All over the and place. I don't even know if I would define him as a stay-at-home fullback, but he's definitely just more chill. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a low blood pressure uh sure. fullback. So so I'm all right with that. Excited to see Sam Vines. Um, very excited to see the boost. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy to see Sam Vines. I like him. Is there any other well. major misses here for you um, on this on this roster worth mentioning? The the striker situation has to uh, draw your attention. Yeah. So it feels like we're just setting ourselves up again for having a situation later in the camp, or even in game one, somebody gets an injury and then all of a sudden. Someone's playing at the nine who's not used to playing the nine, and then this becomes one of the narratives and reasons why the team isn't doing well. And it just feels like there's so many of these like simple roster choices that Greg could make that would just avoid the potential for some of these issues. Like we've had all these camps where we ended up, you know, one or two things went wrong, and then all of a sudden we were up a creek. Yeah. So it it's just seems really logical at least to have more than one striker. I so don't know. Jesus Ferreira more. I guess withdrawn. yeah, Jesus Ferreira is and is a Tim Weah yeah, but he's can do the thing as well. And and we we like that. I, mean, I love Tim Weah at the I'm nine. Down. Yeah, um, but I, 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 he doesn't do it frequently for for Lille. But no, I mean I think he'd be fine. I just I don't know. I, I, nobody we can't can't even get hops. I guess he's not in good form. He's not. He's not playing very much in uh, yeah. Spain. Zardes so. DK. I mean, it's you gotta you gotta. DK's DK's hot AF right now. You got. I don't know what that guy's got to do to get called in if he if this isn't good enough. Oh man, he just. I mean, DK had had some rough time, but he had a rough time. But he was hurt. He was hurt a couple months ago. He played badly while he was, had one shoulder, and uh, and now he's out. Even if he he hits form again, so yeah. it's it's strange. I think Berhalter just didn't like the way DK did his thing he just didn't like what he saw but the zardes exclusion is notable for me i think uh another example of 
Berhalter change. It's notable for me too. Like I'm not I'm not complaining. Like I'm not the biggest fan in the world, but I don't know. It 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 feels really chaotic. It feels like a really cha- like a rough work environment. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> one day you're in and one day you're out. It's and and these are players that I don't think a lot of the fan base was necessarily like clamoring for them to not be in. Like people wouldn't have been complaining if John Brooks was in the camp. You know? Absolutely not. Yeah. So it's it, it it's strange. It especially on the verge of uh of one of the biggest most challenging games in qualifying. So it yeah. Which I'm pumped for. I mean, I I can't wait. Yeah, let's I can't wait. So, USA so Mexico. Oh my this god. This could be simpler. This could be better. Um but let's talk about Mexico. What's up? What's up with Mexico? What Mexico are we facing this time round? So Mexico's in a interesting moment. They're transitioning between generations, but it's not really taking. So they're in a similar position to kind of where the U.S. was in the last window, where they're reliant on a number of uh, of mid-career and older stars to pull them through. And it looks like this campaign is coming at a time that's not too late for that group and that group has been relatively successful so far though they've had a number of close calls they had a a draw last window uh, with Canada and they've had moments where they were about to have some pretty disastrous results and they turned it around late so this is not a dominant Mexico team by any means but they've had more of those Mexico moments where they've just been able to pull it out even when their performance hasn't been very good. And that's made sure that the table still looks good for Mexico, even though under the surface, there's a lot of problems there. And I am frankly stunned that Tata Martino still has a job because over the summer, the U.S. lost the, sorry, Mexico lost two finals in a row to the U.S. First, A team against A team, and then a pretty good B plus-ish Mexico team lost to a USC team in the Gold Cup final. And those are just things that prior Mexico managers did not survive. So I am I am stunned that Tata is still here and gets another shot at this. And I, it's hard for me to see him making any of those same mistakes again. And I think he's going to learn from those experiences. And Mexico is going to be a really, really tough opponent. So what do you think were the mistakes that he made in those finals? That's a great question. I think when you we analyzed those games, we didn't necessarily think that Mexico had really poor uh, game plans. Things kind of just fell apart. So I think emotionally, the uh, Mexican team and the the sort of um, mindset around the group wasn't necessarily as professional, cohesive, and you know, killer as it needs to be. Uh, and the U.S. was able to kind of ratchet up the pressure, turn the games into kind of track meets. And then, uh, especially with the intensity of the atmosphere, it led to some chaos that ended up falling in the U.S.'s favor in, in, in both cases. So I think probably the, the approach on the Mexico side will have to be, look, we're, we're the more talented team. We're comfortable. We know their personnel. They're a young team. They haven't been in this spot before. We have. We've been to World Cups. They haven't. They they should carry a certain air of confidence and and try to try to outthink the U.S. and not just uh, not just not just um, try to outrun the U.S., which is going to be harder yeah. given the composition of yeah. the team. Well, well, well. Um, the the intensity always goes up when whenever we play Mexico. We will be streaming on YouTube 
our uh, we the last time we played Mexico, I believe we ended up making a compilation video of our reactions to it. We did, um, we did. This time it'll be a lot easier to edit because we'll be in the same place. That's be, right. Be up in Crown Heights. We'll be uh, kicking it. Night. We will have guests. We will have guests of the pod, Amos, uh, who will tell us about hooligan culture around the world. He's he's wildly knowledgeable about this game. Um, Amos will be shirtless. He's yeah. He's he's an <laughs> insane man uh, in with love to it. And so so we're gonna have a fantastic time live streaming this game with you. Be there, be square. Turn us on on your on your little on your laptop or your phone or whatever while you're watching this one. It's gonna be super super exciting. I can't wait. Yes, I can't. I, I and you know having three U.S. Mexicos in a year that are real. You know, three three competitive yeah. U.S. Mexicos in a year is a real treat. Uh, uh, one one you know consequence of COVID obviously being crunching all, a lot of these games together. Yeah, uh, that otherwise would have been more spread apart. So. Uh, I, I I can't wait to see the the the, the latest chapter in this long uh, saga, and also to see whether a new location for the U.S. for this game will uh, deliver similar results. Mm. The U.S. is in Cincinnati this time, and they have to carry the torch of a, a long U.S. winning streak in Columbus that ended thanks to uh, uh, Jurgen Klinsmann in the last window. Well, well, well. Folks, we will finally get to see, quite likely, Tyler Adams, Wesley McKenney, and Christian Pulisic suit up uh, all at the same time for this team. Yeah. It's been a while. And so, yeah, that that's that's three out of 11. So, quickly, around the horn, uh, Pepe? Well, I just want to say one thing about, about our, okay. about our yeah. triumvirate. Um, yes. Which is, Weston's playing really well. Uh, Tyler Adams has had a rough go of it. He had a couple. He was at fault for, for some goals and some high-profile moments in the Champions League. He has he's been criticized by the RB Leipzig faithful, <clears throat> and uh, acute sort of Jesse Marsh has been accused of playing favorites with him um, because, of course, Jesse Marsh loves Tyler Adams for all the reasons that we do times a million. Uh, because because he, he broke Tyler Adams. Uh, he recently kind of had, he had a really good game against Dortmund, and um, it's it may be coming back around for him, but he's showing recently a tendency to, to over-exert um, himself and kind of lose his cool in big moments. And Christian Pulisic is coming off of a long, long uh, injury layoff. So I just, I, I want to temper some hype a little bit here for uh Pulisic and Adams um but uh we have every reason to believe that Weston McKenney's going to come and ball out hard yeah Weston's in the the form of uh the, the best form in recent memory I'll, I'll put it that I way. think we could say the form um, of he, his young young life uh, I don't know it's definitely up there he had a stretch last year for Juve where where Juve itself was doing a lot better overall um, and he he had a similar run where he scored like three goals in a month or something like that. Um, but that's what he's done this time. So he, I think he scored in two consecutive, maybe three out of four, something like that. And in the games that he scored, he was basically the only good thing that Juve did. I mean, it's like it's like Paolo, it's like Dybala and Chiesa like whiffing endlessly, and then and then Weston like grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck and and doing anything he can to 
to get Juve to win. And uh, and they didn't. Juve still doing badly and, you know, can, has been in really rough form lately. But they're starting to turn it around and Weston's pretty much like a locked-in starter at this point. I, I, I can't see them, uh, you know, running out a team that doesn't include him. He, he, it seems like he's he's pretty much a vital piece at this point. So... So it's that's really exciting. It seemed like he got over his early season uh, slump that he was in. Uh, maybe some psychological effects from what happened with the U.S. team over the summer, and uh, he came back and and really um, has has shown the best of him of himself in his game. So I can't wait to see him translate that back into a uh, a, a resurgence with the U.S. team and and trying to become that leader uh, in a moment where we are missing one of our leaders indeedy duda all right let's go around the horn round the horn let's go around the horn who's gonna get some gloves <clears throat> oh boy u.s at mexico stefan stefan at home but to, you could say turner because of the shot because we're gonna face shots. because we're gonna face so many shots dog i i would go turner today this 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 friday this game turner come to my head Turner. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think I. I'll, yeah. I'll, I will uh, let a little bit of building up out of the back go. For oh hell yeah! Uh, Bruce, the the uh, one save that Turner can pull off that Stefan can't. Bruce Arena's somewhere being like, "I told you so." Told you, uh, motherfucker. He's so smug. He's so smug. Every time he talks about the Revs and their point record, it's know. it's just it's disgusting. It's like he doesn't know what he's done. He he. Hey, get out of my face, Bruce Arena. <laughs> okay. Go suck a lemon. All righty. Who are you gonna play for center backs? Gotta be, gotta be Richards. Yeah. Gotta Rob, be Robinson. Richards, Robbo. Yeah. Or Zimmerman, Robinson would also be all right, but I think Zimmerman would just get worked. He's he he's not fast enough. Zimmerman, Robinson would be fine with me as well. Um. All right. Uh, but uh, let's go Richards Robinson. It's way more fun. Scally all day, baby. Scally Yedlin. Get in there, baby. Scally Yedlin. And then, uh, and then Anthony or Yedlin, yeah. Scally Yedlin. I think Scally's on the left side. Works. Yeah. So Scally Yedlin. Um, I had a, for our conversation earlier. I started to doubt myself, but I'm pretty sure he's a, he's a playing left back. Okay. I'm going to fact check that. Do it right now. Um, in the midfield. <laughs> That's not what I thought. In the midfield, of course. Uh, I may be dyslexic or <clears throat> watching on a weird Yeah, you're, 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 you're deeply stream. dyslexic. Scally. Scally at right back. Scally at right back. <laughs> Anthony Robinson at left back. Thank you. That works. Uh, midfield. Fantastic. Weston Tyler. Weston Tyler Musa. Weston Tyler Musa. Perfect. Classic. Up top. Um, Pepito. It's of course Pepito. It's of course Wea. And then the question no, is: no. Is Christian Aronson? Aronson Polisic. Aronson Polisic. Aronson on the right. Aronson over Wea. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'll take it. Oh. But is Polisic real oh. though? Is Polisic real or is he is he there as a threat? Um. Either way. He just he 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 soaks up attention so Aronson can do damage. Yeah. Aronson's the real star here. Jesus Christ. Aronson at the moment is a better soccer player than Christian Pulisic. It's wild. Wild thing to say. How is this happening? That man's for real. How is this happening? Christian Pulisic plays on the best team in the world. I mean, he 
has started to play again recently for the best team in the he's, world. He's yes. he's paid well, by the best. Time will tell how much he's, he. Yeah, he's paid by the best Man team in the world. City's Zach Steffen. <laughs> <laughs> he gets paid. Do you think they're the best team in the world? I guess so. They're the Chelsea, reigning champs Chelsea, and leading the Premier League, right? Yeah. yeah, and also just eye test dog. Best coach. You, like those, the way that they are winning these games is fucking ridiculous, and they're they're switching out every other player every game. It's out of control. You know what was dude. a stupid decision? What? Dortmund firing Thomas Tuchel. Such a bad decision. Like five years ago. Such a bad decision. When they, like, he, like, someone, one of the, like, execs didn't get along with Thomas Tuchel oh. and they canned his ass. Oh, God. Such a terrible decision. Look at him now. Just look at him now. All right, guys. Um, any last thoughts here? I, 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 you know, I'm... I just wanted to point out something about Mexico that I totally missed, and I'm grateful that Ken pointed this out in the chat, but... Um, our good friend Raul Jimenez is back. Oh, congrats! A player for Mexico who I d deeply respect and always thought was a great player when he was uh, first in Mexico and then in at uh, Porto, and he went to Wolves uh, maybe three seasons ago, and I didn't expect him to succeed necessarily. I thought he had a shot, but he turned out to be like one of the best strikers in the premier league De definitely top 10 if not top five and has just lit it up for wolves ever since he's been there he had a horrible head injury um at the end of might have been middle of last season and only recently came back for this season and so he uh so that was a potentially you know not not only a career threatening but a life-threatening injury that he recovered from so we shout out to Raul Jimenez for stepping up and getting through some tough shit and I we we forgot to factor in how much of a, a different look that gives to Mexico because if there was one thing that they did in those two finals it was waste chances yeah and Raul Jimenez is is going to be much much more clinical so if we give him some of the spots that we gave Oriel and Tuna and company uh, in the prior games, it's 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 not going to be pretty. So the U.S. has to be on the lookout because there's a, a proper number nine stalking the box for Mexico in this one. Big day for Ricardo Pepe, man. Could you imagine? Out outshining Raul Jimenez. Could you imagine? Just being game of his life. Just being like if, just being Pepe, man. Making the choice that he made dual national rival countries, and this is the this is the first moment where that choice, you know really comes to fruition he's about to play against his beloved mexico wow could you imagine imagine Ugh. imagine suiting up against the samurai blue oh come on dog <laughs> and just being like and and also just the crest man like usa Crying. baby he, he knows what's up man he knows what's up this guy incredible we believe. Let's go, Ricardo. Let's go, Ricardo. Got you got this. Uh, I deeply, deeply... He made the right choice? <laughs> <laughs> he made the right choice. I deeply yeah, appreciate right um, any opportunity to jaywalk or cross caddy corner, as they say. Um, I'm sure the numbers don't pan out particularly uh, impactfully. Um, I'm sure it makes very little difference to how quickly I get somewhere, but it feels like I'm making progress much quicker when I jaywalk and walk and cross caddy corner. Um, I really love any uh, any and all opportunities to um, to wear face paint. You know, Halloween is only one day out of the year, 
but the face paint remains. So I am looking for my next opportunity. Let me know, guys, what it actually is. And of course, I super duper love uh, when anything that can that I, I think we don't take the time to appreciate chargeable items. There was once a time when watches needed tiny little batteries and uh, and and the concept that you could just charge something up and walk away was novel. You had to go to the store. Yeah, man. But no mods. Dear God. Dear good God. How did we do that? So I deeply appreciate all my chargeable items, but I don't love any of that stuff as much as I absolutely love the Nats. Let's go, boys! It's We The Peeps. It's We The Peeps. Welcome to We The Peeps. Are you ready for We The Peeps? Holy moly, it's We The Peeps.